This is Spiritual Directors Talking About Stuff, the podcast where spiritual directors talk about stuff. How do we experience God? How do we evolve in our understanding of faith? How do we expand our picture of God's love? These questions and more will guide our talks. Here are your hosts, Chris Aker and Maggie Schlosser. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Spiritual Directors Talking About Stuff. Today, Maggie and I are going to continue our conversation about what spiritual direction is, and we'll also talk today about what it is not. So welcome back, and let's get going. So we've talked a lot about what spiritual direction is and dove really deeply into many different aspects of it, but I think it's as important to hear some information about what spiritual direction is not. Many people are not so familiar with spiritual direction, so they're not quite sure how it differs from other modalities. So we're going to talk briefly about um, how it differs from friendship, the teaching relationship, coaching, uh, mentoring, and also counseling and therapy. Starting out, um, let's talk about friendship. The relationship between a director and a directee is not a friendship. So friendship uh, is a two-way relationship. The two people within the friendship usually have things in common, such as their stage of life, their age, the part of town they live in, their faith, or any extracurricular activities that they're involved in. Um, So they share these things together. They share about their lives, and they have permission to speak truth into things that they see about each other. Um, And typically, agendas are set by the circumstance and the relationship. Um, Depth of friendship tends to vary from acquaintance to, you know, very deep friendships that Uh, that last through the years. There must be a level of separation between a director and a directee so that the director can remain disinterested. That means we don't socialize outside of our direction sessions. Uh, We don't call our directees just to check up on them. Uh, We don't text them unless we're simply asking things about logistics like scheduling. So this is not a friendship. It could happen that after some time of being in a direction relationship, both parties decide they would rather be friends. And at that point, they do have the option of discussing that and deciding would they rather cease the direction relationship and become friends so that they can hang out, or would they rather maintain that direction relationship? That is something that they can discuss on a regular basis. About every six months to nine months, it's it's important to kind of get an update on how things are going. So that might be something that the director and directee want to discuss. Um, if they do decide to cease being in the direction relationship, then the directee would then need to find a new director at that point. So tell us, Maggie, how direction relationships are different from that of a mentor or a teacher. Another relationship that people have in their lives is that of a mentor or a teacher. And this is similar to spiritual direction in that the directee or the mentee or the student can benefit from the experience of the spiritual director or the mentor or the teacher. Um, But what's different is that in the mentor and teacher relationship, if you ask a question, the teacher and mentor will give you their answers. The agenda for that relationship is set by a relationship and is often single topic focused. This is not a person that you generally can search for on Google, but you often find each other in your extended social circles. Often the meetings are free and the relationship is specifically between the mentor and the mentee. 
I personally have had professional mentors and spiritual mentors. There have been women in my life that have helped me professionally, especially when I was teaching um, and when I was in ministry as well. But then there were also spiritual mentors, women that really poured into me and wanted to see my relationship with God flourish. Um, I have also had professional mentors and spiritual mentors. Um, in my first career as an engineer, I had to be uh, sort of an apprentice under a professional engineer for a certain amount of time before I could then become a professional engineer myself. And I had a, a mentor in my librarian career as well to help me uh, to get to the point where I could apply and, and get tenure at my university. So uh, mentor is definitely a helpful relationship to have, but it is different from spiritual direction. Um, another relationship that we want to touch on is that of a coach. Coaches help you reach a goal. Um, they get you to where you want to go. So they typically will work with you to set goals and then to help you to take measured steps in order to achieve that. They ask you lots of questions to help you discover what the next steps are in determining your path to, to the goal. And the agenda between that in that relationship is set by the goals that you want to reach. There is usually a fee involved in, in this type of relationship. And the relationship is between the coach and the client. Um, I have met with life coaches and career coaches over my uh, last couple of decades. And, and it is, it's a crucial relationship to have. Um, almost any person in any field that achieves excellence has had a coach in the past. We see that in sports, we see that in business, and then also in life. What about you, Maggie? Have you ever had coaches? There was one season where I did meet with a life coach, and in that relationship, she helped me see that the job that I was in in that season was not the best job for me long term. She did help me see that meeting with people one-on-one -on -one was kind of the lane that I was meant to be in. And that is what helped guide my decision to go to grad school for spiritual direction. In some ways that felt similar to what we do in spiritual direction, where she asked a lot of questions and she helped me come to my own conclusion about my future. But again, that relationship was between me and her and it wasn't spiritual. The next relationship that feels similar to spiritual direction is that of a therapist or a counselor. And I will use those two words interchangeably. What feels similar to spiritual direction is that the therapist is a listener. They ask good open-ended questions and they spend a lot of time listening. But what differs from spiritual direction is that ultimately the expertise in the relationship lies with the therapist. Therapists will use cognitive behavioral orientation or psychotherapy to help you see where current thinking and beliefs have led to problems in your life. And they diagnose the thinking errors that they, that they hear and they help you come up with alternate ways of looking at things. Sometimes this comes up in spiritual direction, but at the end of the day in a counseling relationship, the agenda is set by the client and the relationship at its base is between the therapist and the client. Oftentimes, um, people will meet with their therapist once a week, sometimes once a month. Sometimes it's more of a check-in a few times a year, and there's almost always a fee involved. I personally have had several therapists over the years, and depending on the season, I saw them every week or twice a month or once a month. Right now, I'm two years into my relationship with my current therapist, who I met through treatment. She's also a Christian, and she's really helped me see myself in a different light. So one of the key things that we need to know as directors is when to refer to another professional. For example, 
um, if we are in a relationship with our directee for uh, for some time and we see that there is a situation in their life that they're struggling with and maybe this situation in their life is really blocking them from going deeper in their relationship with God. Um, it is not our place to try to treat that as a therapist because that is not what we're trained in. So we need to know this is the pl- this is the time when we need to refer them to a therapist. Now, we might not recommend a specific therapist, but we might say, you know, I think it might be important for you to go see a therapist so that you can kind of work out this issue. You can continue doing direction with us simultaneously to going through therapy, but we feel like it is important that you get this situation resolved in order to break that wall that, that is keeping you from going deeper in your relationship with God. That idea that seeing a therapist and a spiritual director simultaneously is something that a lot of people do. Um, they have both. I went to an Enneagram training earlier this year with Suzanne Stabile, and she was very adamant that every person needs a spiritual director and a therapist for their entire life. Yes, I agree. I am new to the therapy world. I have not been in therapy until very recently in my life, but I can definitely see the benefit of having both a therapist and a spiritual director. It has been very helpful for me just over the last few months that I've been doing them concurrently. So now that we've looked at these other modalities that are similar to spiritual direction, let's look at spiritual direction and how it is different. Um, It does share aspects of all these different types of um, relationships, but the main difference is that this focus in spiritual direction is on the spiritual. It is about the relationship between God and the directee, and we as director help facilitate that relationship. The agenda in a direction relationship is set by God and the directee, not the director. The director helps the directee listen to God and attune their ears to hear the voice of God in their lives. These sessions typically take place once a month for an hour. There is a fee involved, but it is about half of what it is in therapy. So Maggie and I both are also in spiritual direction. We are both directors and directees. So let's talk a little bit about how we met our directors. I think it might be interesting for our listeners. Yeah, I love this story. I have been meeting with my spiritual director for about two and a half years, and we met randomly at an Enneagram training in Atlanta. Uh, She was one of the presenters, and uh, I had just started talking to her, and uh, I just felt God's promptings to ask her if she would be my new spiritual director. And we immediately connected and we've been meeting for two and a half years now at this point. And she has helped me understand myself, really my truest self of how I was created and who I am in the eyes of God. And I mentioned in an earlier episode that I went through two seasons of deconstruction in my faith. And she was there for the second one to help me process all of that while I was in school. And she really helps me process the conversations that I have with God. That's great, Maggie. And fun fact is I also share the same director with Maggie. Um, I actually met this director through Maggie when I was looking for a new director and she put me in touch with her. She's been really great. I have been meeting with her for I'm thinking maybe about four or five months now, but it has been a wonderful, wonderful experience. She's helped me um, to learn some things about myself and process some issues and things that I've been going through the last six months or so in my life. 
We hope this series has piqued your interest about spiritual direction and given you a good framework around what spiritual direction is and what it isn't. If this is something that you're interested in pursuing for your own spiritual walk, there are a lot of great resources as well as a list of trained spiritual directors all around the world on Spiritual Directors International. Chris and I also have profiles on that website as well, and we'll put that link in the show notes. As always, thanks so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next time on Spiritual Directors Talking About Stuff.